Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thanks, Joey. It is Halloween, and this is Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or T-L-O-P-N, or Tloppin'. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked on Mariners podcast or any program here on Tloppin'. All you got to do is say, hey, smart device, play Locked on Team Name Here podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. For those scoring at home, we are going to take a break talking about World Series. Last episode, we talked about the most recent one, and we've been talking about some historic World Series over the, um, you know, previously in the week, and we're going to continue to do that next week. But there have been a lot of Mariners transactions that we need to get to, some actual baseball news, believe it or not, and we're going to talk about that here today, the uh, transactions that the Mariners have undertaken here in the month of October. And there have been quite a few key ones. Well, I shouldn't say quite a few key ones, but there have been a number of them, and they involve involve some pretty significant players. We're just going to kind of go in chronological order here, and some of these are not real significant, so we'll talk about some of them just in passing, and then talk about the more significant players a little bit more in depth. But uh, starting on the 19th, October 19th, the Mariners outrighted four players to the Tacoma Rainiers. Pitcher Seth Frankoff, catchers Joe Hudson and Joe Odom, and pitcher Brady Lale. All four of these players uh, saw time at the Major League level with the Mariners last season. Lale pitched in seven games. All of them were in relief, and he finished six of them. He wound up with a 4.80 ERA. He is 26 years old. Frankoff pitched in two games, um, and he had a 16.88 ERA. He's 31 years old. He's not a prospect. He pitched previously with the Chicago Cubs in uh, whoa, as my phone drops in 2017. The Mariners originally acquired him as a minor league free agent on August 10th after he had uh, been in the Padres system earlier in the year. He was also previously in the Mariners system in 2017. He was selected off waivers by the Mariners on September 4th of that year and then was released by the team on December 10th. Joe Hudson and Joe Odom both saw, both saw time, pardon me, uh, off the bench at the catcher position, Hudson playing in nine games, accumulating a 176 batting average, and Odom playing in 18 games with a 128 batting average. They're really not even terrific major league options to be a backup, but with a catching situation as it was going into the season, with Tom Murphy on the injured list, Murphy and Nola were supposed to split time at the beginning of this season, and with Murphy missing the whole season, that obviously didn't happen, and the Mariners needed some sort of warm body as a backup. I shouldn't phrase it that way, because they're both pretty decent defensive catchers, but at the Major League level, you need a little bit of offensive output, and Odom and Hudson really didn't provide any whatsoever. And then when Nola was traded at the deadline, and the Mariners got uh, Luis Torrens in return, 
Torrens was uh, most started pretty much every single game from there on out, and Odom was on the roster of uh, the big league roster at that time. Hudson was at the alternate training site. Continuing to go through the list of transactions on October twenty first, right-handed pitcher Art Warren was claimed off waivers by the Texas Rangers. Warren did not pitch with the Mariners at the big league level last season, although he was on the big league roster for a day or two before getting sent back to the alternate training site. Although Although in 2019 he did pitch in six games, five and a third innings, finished two of those ball games, and did not give up a run. He did give up two hits, two walks, and five strikeouts. Art Warren is 27 years old. He was originally drafted by the Seattle Mariners in the 23rd round of the 2015 draft, made his way through the system, and made his major league debut in 2019. Nestor Cortez has been outrighted to the Tacoma Rainiers. He pitched at the major league level as well and was not very effective. Carl Edwards Jr. was also outrighted to the Tacoma Rainiers. He was injured most of the season, but was effective when he was on the roster. He pitched in five games, an ERA of 193, and a whip of 0.643 obviously in five games you know do with do with those numbers what you will but in the five games he he pitched he was effective and he's been a valuable reliever in the past Matt McGill has also been outrighted to the Tacoma Rainiers and Tyler Gilbo is no longer a member of the organization he was claimed off waivers from the Arizona Diamondbacks he pitched in eight ball games. He finished three of them, accumulated a 117 ERA, but had a very high whip, 1.826. Gilbo is 27 years old, so he's not really a prospect any longer either. He was originally drafted by the Yankees in the uh, 39th round in 2011, but he didn't sign and chose to go to college. Then he was signed by the Nationals in the 10th round in 2015. The Mariners acquired him at the trading deadline last year as part of the Rowenis Elias deal. The Mariners sending Rowenis Elias and Hunter Strickland to the Nationals for Gilbo and minor leaguer Elvis Alvarado. The Mariners have also outrighted Gerson Bautista to the Tacoma Rainiers. I believe he was injured most of, of last season. He pitched at the big league level for the Mariners in 2019. The, he was acquired from the Mets as part of the deal that also got the Mariners um, Jared Kelnick. He appeared in eight ball games with the Mariners last year, accumulated an eight, yeah, pardon me, an 11 ERA, 11.00 ERA, eight games and two starts, and had a very, very high whip, 2.44. In 2018, he appeared in five games for the Mets, where he had a 12.46 ERA and a whip of exactly three. His career numbers 13 games, two starts, ERA of 11.48, whip of 2.625. Gang, if I'm going to be completely honest, Bautista has not really had any success whatsoever above double A ball. Let's hope he turns it around. Some other pitchers have been able to do that. I wasn't high on Justice Sheffield going into the season, and he's a Rookie of the Year candidate, so you never know, do you? We have a few more transactions to talk to. We'll get to those in the second half of the program, including those who the Mariners uh, declined options on and who are now free agents, although one of them was re-signed the next day. I'll tell you who that is on the other side of this break, but first I'm going to tell you about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, 
even new carpeting. I believe they've even got, if you've even got an old Bluebird bus, if you want to go all Partridge family, you can outfit your bus with rockauto.com. Whether it's for your classic daily driver or Partridge family bus, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Does anybody out there even remember the Partridge family? I used to watch it in reruns. But in any, in any case, they, uh, their catalog is remarkably easy to navigate and unique. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specs, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? There's no reason to do that, gang. So go to rockauto.com right at this exact moment to see all the parts available for your car, truck, van, SUV, or crossover. Right, rock... I did almost did it again. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. I almost said rock on again. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Hey, do you have a question or a comment on the show? Like I always say rock on instead of locked on in that particular promo. In any case, tell me I'm an idiot at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. I will read your question or comment on the air and reply to it in an upcoming email episode. Questions and comments about anything, particularly with the off-season coming up, ask me about the other sports I watch, you know, bowling and curling. Ask me about music. I'm a huge rock and roll fan. Anything that's on your brain head, ask it or talk about it at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. More Locked On Mariners following this word from Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar, the greatest protein bars in the history of great protein bars. Go to BuiltBar.com right now to shop for them. They have 18 delicious flavors. My uh, shipment finally came in a couple of days ago. I ordered some last week, and it was supposed to get here on Friday, but we had six inches of snow on the ground, so the delivery company didn't uh, deliver them until Wednesday. But that's okay. They are absolutely worth the wait. I got mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, and German chocolate cake as the three flavors that I chose. And they are all fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. The other flavors are great, too. Lemon Almond Cheesecake is a new favorite as well. And don't forget about Built Boost Drink Powder and Built Go Energy Shots. Every Built Bar is high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, and low in carbohydrates. What more can you ask for in a protein bar other than great taste? And they've got that, too, ladies and gentlemen. They taste as close to a candy bar as a protein bar can get. Don't take my word for it. Try these for yourself at BuiltBar.com. And if you use promo code HEYNOWHEYNOW, don't dream it's over, nothing happens. But use promo code Locked On instead to get 20% off of your next order. Yes, gang, 20% off of your next order when you use promo code Locked On. That's Locked On, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. I say that as if you don't know how to spell BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on for 20% off your next order of the best protein bars in the history of the universe. Welcome to the second half of Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your host, DC Lundberg. 
Thanks, Joey. Locked on Mariners is back. The hot stove edition, or not the hot stove edition, but a hot stove edition of Locked on Mariners, where we're talking about actual baseball news. We're going to get back to talking about World Series of Yesteryear next week on this program, but we've got a few more transactions to get to today. And the first one involves a right-handed pitcher named Domingo Tapia, whom the Mariners claimed off waivers from the Red Sox on October 23rd. Last year, he did pitch in five games at the big league level for the Red Sox, had an ERA of 208 and a whip of 1.385, four and a third innings. However, you know, you can't you can't really judge a pitcher based on those few innings and those few ball games. In 2019 with the Pawtucket Red Sox, which is the International League, that's triple A baseball, ERA of 518 and a whip of 1.606 with 4.4 walks per nine innings. That's on the high side. That is concerning to me. Career triple A numbers, 434 ERA, whip of 1.470, 3.9 walks per nine innings. Minor league numbers at large, and he's been in the minors for 10 seasons. He's no kid. 414 ERA, whip of 1.399, 3.8 walks per nine innings. Again, that's on the high side. That's concerning to me. 6.9 strikeouts per nine innings for those of you who are into strikeouts. A few too many hits per nine innings, 8.8 of them. He's not given up a lot of home runs per nine innings, however. Only a half a home run per nine innings. So, you know, there you go. Control looks like it needs to improve with this guy. We'll see where he fits into the Mariners' plans. It, next year looks like it might be another revamped bullpen, which is good because this latest bullpen was was not good. He's 29 years old. He turned 29 in August. Then we get to the players whose options were declined. And the first one we'll talk about is Yoshihisa Hidano, who is now a free agent. He just never got on track last season. His season started late. He had tested positive for COVID-19. So I don't I don't remember when exactly he, he joined the Mariners roster. But his uh, training camp time, summer training camp time, was very limited. And then just, again, never got on track at the big league level. He did appear in 13 games, however, uh, 12 and one-third innings. ERA was on the high side at 5.84. Whip was extremely high, over 2, 2.108. Last year with the Diamondbacks, he appeared in 62 ball games, 53 innings. Innings, 4.75 ERA, which is on the high side. Whip was not terrible at 1.377. The year before that was pretty good, 2.44 ERA, 75 games, 66 in the third innings, and a whip of 1.085. That was his first year in Major League Baseball after pitching in his native Japan. He is now a free agent. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we wish him the very best of luck. D. Strange Gordon is now also a free agent. He has just wrapped up his third and final season with the Mariners, and his tenure in Seattle was an interesting one. Prior to the 2018 season, he was acquired, the Mariners traded for him to be their center fielder, which I thought was an odd move at the time for two reasons. It's not very common where a middle infielder or an infielder of any sort can make the transition to center field. They can often make the transition to left or right field. Center field is a different beast. Yes, D. Gordon is one of the fastest men in Major League Baseball. He does not have an outfielder's instincts, and that was apparent when he was trying to play center field. I mean, I... 
I, I hate to rag on the guy because he obviously is going to play center field a hell of a lot better than I would, but he is an infielder. He looks good at shortstop. He looks good at second base, just did not look good in center field. He's not suited for it. In 2018, he hit 268 with an on-base of only 288 with 30 stolen bases. And in 2018, the Mariners had Robinson Cano at second base, and he was busted for PED use, so Gordon moved from center field back to second base, where he was obviously much more comfortable and did a much better job. In 2019, he was the starting second baseman, hit 275, 304 on base, and 22 stolen bases in 117 games. Towards the end of the season, the Mariners were giving their younger kids a shot at starting jobs, and Shedlong Jr. came up from AAA and did a very good job at both second base, third base, and left field. Going into 2020, Shedlong was going to be the starting second baseman, relegating Strange Gordon to a utility role, which he's just not suited for. He appeared in 33 games and only hit 200. He played second base, shortstop, left field, and also DH'd. To finish up a point that I began to bring up earlier, the second reason why I felt that acquiring D. Gordon was kind of a head-scratching move from the Mariners is that he had been busted for PED use in the past. In 2016, in April, I want to say, he was suspended 80 games for testing positive for a performance-enhancing drug and only played 79 ball games that year. The year before he was busted, he won the batting championship. Do with that what you will. The other player whose option was declined was Kendall Graveman, who had some medical problems and only pitched in 11 ball games. And he began the season in the rotation, and because of those medical issues, he had to go to the bullpen. This year was a throwaway for him. 5.79 ERA, 1.232 whip, which, you know, is not very bad. He's been a starter in the past. He is getting older, plus the medical problems. He is now a relief pitcher. The day after his option was declined and he became a free agent, he signed a pretty incentive-laden contract with the Mariners. So he is back with the organization after being a free agent for less than 24 hours. He is buying into moving to the bullpen. He's buying into the Mariners' philosophy. Good for him. I hope that he has a successful season next year coming out of the bullpen. Again, throw this year's numbers away. It was way too strange. The shortness of it, the medical problem... Too many things went wrong for Kendall Graveman for this to be any sort of indication of what he is capable of. Let's see what he does next year. Well, gang, we're just about caught up on the transactions, meaning this episode is about to come to a close. We'll be back probably Monday looking back at another classic World Series. I haven't decided which one yet, but joining me on that episode will be Wilbur Post, Sergeant Floyd Pepper, and a tongue depressor. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that may happen to spring into your brain head. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Don't know why I said it like that. Follow, follow me on Twitter as well. What's going on at DC underscore Lundberg. Thanks again for listening, gang. Have a happy Halloween. And remember, we gain an hour tonight. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.